really sure how I want to start this podcast thing. Um, If you're here now, you know why you're here. You found me on Twitter, on Instagram. Somebody told you to go listen. Um, If you don't know me, my name is Tay. I'm 20 years old and I do tarot. I do a little bit of astrology, some witchcraft, some hoodoo, you know, divinative stuff. And I wanted to start this podcast because I know that there's a lot of times where people feel like I'm different from them because I do a lot of divination and things like that. But that's not the case. There's going to be some times where there's some overlap. So, I just want to know that there's some relatability between me and common folk. It's just that I happen to be into spirituality. Um, I don't know how many episodes I'm going to do. I'm I'm not even sure how this first episode is going to go. But I will say that I'm willing to commit to this and... I hope everybody enjoys what I have in store for them. Today we're going to be talking about soulmates, twin flames, mirrors, relationships, self-love, and the relationship with self. Now, everybody knows about the concept of twin flames and, you know, soulmates, but I don't think everybody really knows exactly what it means. There's some understanding, but not very much. Um... We'll start with the concept of a twin flame. And a twin flame is basically being familiar and knowing with somebody who mirrors you spiritually, emotionally, physically, and soulfully. They're your other half. And they're there to clear your blockages and merge you with them. And negative experiences are supposed to be based on fear. Now... You're supposed to know you better than anybody else. You're supposed to be syncing up with them. And they're supposed to be on the same frequency as you. So you guys can create a unity called the Twin Flame Soul Song. Now, I'm not sure if it's actually called that or not. I just did a little digging. Um, Maybe I'll update this podcast a little bit later. But I just feel like these concepts are a bit vague. So you never really get an answer. And I have a lot to say about what people think those concepts are to begin with. So I think more of it is the purpose on kind of how I feel and what my take on it is rather than giving you guys something to where I break down what twin flames and soulmates are. Um, I have my notes here, so I'm kind of, you know, just reading from that and telling you guys what's going on. But going into soulmates is they're supposed to be honest. And they're supposed to be catalysts for your growth. And also they know you and it's an unconditional love type of thing. And these people are going to feel familiar to you because they're they're probably somebody from your past life. And I've learned that and what I've been seeing is that you're always going to have multiple soulmates. And soulmates are not always relationships. Or anything. It could be a friendship. You know, your pet can be your soulmate. <laughs> I mean, whatever you want it to be. 
Um, they teach you a lot as well. I will say that they'll, they'll be able to teach you and help you communicate your thoughts. Sometimes they'll say some things that you didn't think about or things that you were scared to say. They're, you know, those type of people. Um, the difference between a soulmate and a twin flame is there's only one twin flame. And with having a twin flame, since there is only one of them, they're going to be just like you. And they're going to, they could be your shadow side from what I've, from what I've been seeing. A lot of the times they'll be somebody that you thought was the person you were, like somebody was like you, but you realize that they're uncovering a lot of stuff that is also a mirror of you, but it may not be the side that you show, but your shadow side. But to kind of cut that off, because I don't want to sidetrack into finding a twin flame, I want everybody to know that a lot of the times these twin flame relationships are very codependent. And I feel like a lot of the time people need somebody to be in their lives because they are lonely. And we have to really talk about the issue with being lonely alone. And I feel like because people don't value their own selves, they feel like they have to look outside for it. Now, I'm not saying that relationships are bad, but to give it a title so much, it's going to end up confusing you. It'll make you confused. You'll never really understand what's actually going on. Because you're so deluded into what you think a twin flame looks like and what you think a soulmate relationship looks like. And when you blur all these lines and when you boil everything down, you realize that everything is just about a relationship and who you're with. You shouldn't really give it a title or anything outside of that unless this relationship develops, I'd say, <clears throat> I give it five years. Until you can kind of establish what you would want to have out of a relationship. Um, I just feel like we all need to understand who we are and what we're looking for. Rather than try to figure out what other people want. Because I feel like every single time we look for something in a relationship is because we see others having that. We want that too. But we have to figure out what works for us personally. And I feel like there needs to be a lot of patience when it comes to this. Because I feel like a lot of the time people aren't patient enough. And they want to find something very quickly. And so they can settle down so they won't have to think or deal with themselves. They don't want to deal with themselves. And, you know, just because... Your twin flame, if this is your twin flame and you just cannot be moved about this twin flame, if they are, that doesn't mean that they're going to be with you in this lifetime. That doesn't mean that they're ready. So you chasing this concept of a twin flame, it's ruining you. If they're not acting right, and this is with relationships in, in general, with relationships in general, if they're not acting right and they're not doing what they're supposed to do, you know what to do. You know your energy is not meshing with this person. You cannot force people to be who, who you want them to be. And we do this thing where we want people to change. And we want people to do so much. And 
you can only do so much for this person. At the end of the day, they have to be that change. And I just feel like there's not enough awareness of self to know when this person is changing. Or when this person is changing you negatively. And we get deluded into, oh, well, it's just a phase. They're going to be okay. But if they're treating you like garbage in the beginning, there's an issue. And something needs to be explained. Not from them, but explain to yourself why you're putting up with it. That's the really big question I would have to tell you to have for yourself. Now... going into this a little bit raw just because it's kind of hard for me to look at notes and tell you guys what's going on at the same time just it doesn't mesh because my words just come out so i will say when it comes to self-love you can doctor it however you want to um i'm not gonna get into the shadow work side of things because i just feel like whatever you want to deal with you're going to deal with i could tell you oh there's some there's some things that you have going on in your life that needs attention and it's not always going to be eating snacks and watching netflix you know but that's up to you now if we want to get on shadow work let's talk about that another time i just don't want to right now because i just don't feel like it but when it comes to self-love it's all about do you like what you see when you're looking in the mirror and if you don't, you have to figure out what that is because that means there's a discrepancy between your physical self and what you're mentally thinking about your physical self. It's, you know, it's just your self-esteem. Now, I feel like a lot of the time we don't take time to care for our bodies, eat well, drink water, do things like that. But I feel like it's very important to keep that foundation towards health and how you feel about yourself as a, as a form of self-love because you can't love yourself if you're sick. Now, I know people are going to be like, well, I'm a sick person and, or I have an illness and blah, blah, blah. You mean to tell me I can't love myself? It's not what I meant. What I mean by that is if you're constantly not taking care of your body, that's not self-love. I'm not saying outside factors have nothing to or have anything to do with self-love. I'm telling you that if you're purposely doing things to hurt yourself and put yourself in a really bad state and just the basics, you know, taking a shower eating well and I know it's hard to eat and you know do certain basic things when you're feeling the way you do but that's the baseline of self-love hygiene that's the base you know making sure your room is straightened up I went through times where I didn't straight up straighten up my room or my hair was a mess or you know I, there's certain things I didn't want to do because I was depressed but I also remember that my self-esteem was very very low and I felt like that everything was just coming crashing down on me and I couldn't recover. And I'm here to let you know that 
I still go through those moments myself, but what I try to do is find ways to doctor that feeling. So what I do is I, you know, hygiene, I eat, just baby steps. Like I know that it don't really solve the problem of however you're feeling or how I feel during certain times, but I know that everything's a lot more clear when the room is clean and your hygiene is taken care of. Now, when it comes to actually dealing with the problems, there's a couple of ways you can handle it. Sometimes things are just beyond your control. What you're going to have to do, ride it out. That's all you can do. Ride it out. Let your emotions feel how it feels and go through whatever you have to go through. Then after that, you got to keep going. This world keeps turning no matter how you feel. And I'm not saying this in a very apathetic way or a very pessimistic way. It's just the truth. Now, this does not mean that you should invalidate your emotions. If you feel sad, if you feel hurt, if you feel angry, if you feel anxiety, if you feel depression, let that be a feeling that you feel. But know that you got to be on that pathway to healing in order to get anywhere. Now, when we're also talking about self-love and dealing with issues, Sometimes you have to confront the issue. Sometimes it's hard to confront that issue. Sometimes your throat chakra is closed up. Sodalite will be very great for that. Lapis is very great for that. Throat chakra energy. And you have to speak your truth. You have to tell that person how you feel. Now, I know it's hard when that person is not a good listener. So refer back to point one. And to add to point one is... Just ignore that person. Don't even talk to them. Don't waste your breath or your energy. Put your throat chakra energy into something else. You can journal. You can rant to yourself. Scream in a pillow. Screaming in a pillow is a very good throat chakra energy. And to release all that stagnation. Um, there's a lot of things you can do when it comes to self-love and dealing with things. Going out and doing your favorite stuff. Going to eat your favorite things. Be sure to stay on the health track. But you can have your days where you can eat what you want. Not even going to fault you. Not even going to judge you for that. We all go through those moments. Um, when it comes to having a good self-esteem, that's going to take some time. But you got to set an intention. And how you set that intention, from how I set my intention is, I'm, I told myself, oh, when was this? It was in 2016. It was June 26, 2016 to be exact. And I told myself, I'm going to start loving myself. I'm going to start loving who I am. Even if I don't love myself right now, even if I'm not even feeling the energy to love myself, I'm going to at least try. And that's what I ended up doing for myself. And it's been, what, three years now? three or so years, I go through my moments where it's a new level of self-love I have to get over. You know, the you know I'm a Pisces, so I'm always beating myself up. I'm, I have a Virgo moon. I'm always working on perfection. I'm a Sagittarius. I run away from my problems sometimes, but sometimes I have to go back into that and I have to deal with it. You know, having an Aries stellium, I get very angry. But at the end of the day, I have to deal with my issues in the most healthy 
in the most healthiest way that I know how to. And I'm telling you to go after your self-love in the best way that you know how to. Because I know for me, it how I go through things and how I deal with things is not how everybody else deals with them. But it works best for me. I'm still going through this process. I'm going through this weird process. I mean, being I'm starting my 20s. And I don't know what's in store for me. But I do know that I'm, I'm going to try. And I, and I do my absolute best. But just know... When we're talking about relationships with other people, you have to let those things happen very organically. Because once you force something, it's not going to be what you want it to be. Because you're forcing your energy and how you want things to go on a, rea- on a situation that is based on reality. And that's not how a lot of things work. Um, when it comes to having certain relationships with people, you have to figure out what purpose does this person place on your life or what is the purpose of them being in your life, to be more clear? If they don't have a purpose, you may want to reevaluate this person's position that you've placed them in your life. That's not really where they need to be. That's not the position they need to be. Like It's like, you know, when you want somebody who's good at being that, give, you want somebody to give you good advice. But they're not good at giving you advice. So why did you put them in that position? Is it because they were good at giving advice before? Well, times change and sometimes friends serve different purposes. Sometimes people who you liked are different from what you thought. Now, if they're different, can you accept that? Is that okay? If that's not okay for you, maybe you need to find somebody else. And that's okay. It's okay to just, you know, they're, they're, not th- they're not this person that's for me anymore. This is not my energy. And that's completely okay. Don't beat yourself up for not wanting certain people in your life anymore. Just know that when you live this life, you have to live it for you. Sometimes there's going to be people that are willingly walking out of your life. You have to be okay with that. You can feel how you feel about this person. You can be upset that this person did this to you. But just know that people have their own free will. Their own free will. Not saying what they did was okay. Not saying what they did was right. But how do you make peace with yourself? How do you make peace with that? How do you find peace within yourself? How are you going to stop beating yourself up for certain things that were beyond your control? And that's the biggest barrier, your mind, your mind and how you feel about yourself, your perception of yourself. Very important. You really have to look at how you feel about yourself and what that entails. Because if you're letting everybody else tell you how to feel, are you even you at that point? So I'm back. There's a lot of things. I feel when it comes down to relationships and other people wanting to become involved with somebody else. It just, at the end of the day, it takes a lot of commitment and time. And a lot of people don't have time and a lot of people don't have any commitment. Um, I just feel like everybody's looking for somebody to fill some sort of void that they can't fill themselves. 
so they need other people to figure it out for them. But I feel like what ends up happening is we get caught up in how this person sees us more than getting the answers that we were looking for in the first place. And I feel like in order for us to get over that hurdle, we have to know when we need to take a break from a relationship. Um, I just know in my life, I've always been somebody who wanted to look for someone who can contribute to what I already have, not fill a void. And I think that's what's keep what, what's kept me afloat for so long. Because I feel like a lot of the time, everybody, you know, they're serial daters. They always are in a relationship, always looking for somebody because they can't be alone. And that's hard for a lot of people to be alone and to be doing things by themselves because they feel like they don't have the equipment to deal with it. But, you know, you're born here and you're the only one who is living this living this experience. Nobody else can live your life for you, basically. And I don't know. I just think that I can say this every single time, but it's either you get it or you or you don't understand it. And I feel like a lot of the times we do things blindly. We accept people in certain situations blindly because we feel like this person will never be around again. Or we just, we're willing to bypass certain things because we care about this person or we love them. And that's usually just not even the reality of the situation. The reality of the situation is the thing you don't want to do, but you know what's best. Um, I don't know. I just think when it comes to, even when it comes to twin flame relationships, there's this certain standard that everybody wants to have when it comes to their relationship, or they'll justify toxicity because it's a twin flame relationship. And that's not healthy because just because it was in the plans, that doesn't mean the plans was going to go how you see twin flame relationships go. Maybe there's going to be a next lifetime you spend with that person. Maybe, you know, things weren't meant to be what it was. But I think people force it too much. You can't force things to work or force things to happen. Like I said, you just have to let things happen very, very organically. Because what you end up doing is you're wasting your time and you're wasting that person's time. And if somebody's resisting you that much, you may want to leave them alone. I just don't see the reason to keep pursuing somebody and keep stressing somebody over something you think is supposed to happen. If it's not mutual, I just don't see the reason. And at the end of the day, there's somebody for anybody. It may not be that person. It may not be the person you think is coming up next. It could be a completely different situation. I just know for me, I'm fucking tired. <laughs> I'm tired. I just, I feel like relationships and things like that are very, very exhausting. And I don't see how people can do it over and over again. That's just my personal opinion. And I just don't see why people feel the need to be like, I got to attach myself to this person and this person. And I feel like a lot of times people just need healing and they want to act like, oh, I don't need anybody. I'm fine. Blah, blah, blah. 
I don't need anybody to heal me, but you're in all these relationships. Well, there's something that's going on that you're not dealing with that you want the other person to deal with. And I just know for for me to be in a relationship with somebody, it would take a lot of quality and time and, like I said, effort and just the whole thing. Money got to be right. I just, I can't be dating broke. Like, that's two fucking stresses I don't need in my life. And there's just a lot of things. I have a lot of requirements and I have a lot of standards. And if I have to die not getting what I want, that means it wasn't for me to be in a relationship in this lifetime. I don't know. Who knows? There's just a lot of things I feel in my life I just don't know right now. And I think I know. So I'm tired of that I think I know everything mode I'm always in. And, and I'm just going to let things play how it is. But I just feel like however you deal with your relationships and blah, 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 that's on you. I can only speak for myself. And I just feel like I don't care to title something as like a twin flame, a soulmate, et cetera, et cetera, because I just don't care that much about who is and isn't supposed to be in my life. Because my, my thing is, if they're fucking me, they're supposed to be there. They're supposed to be fucking me. That's just what it is. If I'm, in a, if I'm in a relationship with somebody, I mean, I don't really care if it was supposed to be. It, it's suppo- it's supposed to have happened. Because if it wasn't supposed to happen, they wouldn't be in my life right now. I just think everybody's kind of like, is it a, is this destined to be? I don't know. You'll figure it out. There's things you think you know, and then that nigga be like, oh, I don't like you no more. Or, you know, somebody else going to be like, oh, well, I don't really care for you. So then what? (laughs) What happens? You think they will never think that about you, but down the line it happens. Or it'll be a thing where you'll be like, oh, they're cheating on me. They're doing this. And you didn't think they would ever cheat on you, but they did. Now what? Where do we go from there? You know, and I just, are they still your twin flame soulmate if they're doing all this stuff to hurt you? Like, I, maybe they still are. You can't really take the title off of that, but is that okay? Just because they are? It's kind of like just because you have parents, that don't mean that they treat you right. Yeah, they're your parents, but is it okay to accept that? Is it okay? And that's what really a lot of people have to ask themselves because, I know it's hard, you know, especially when you're dating somebody and you like them and you're feeling them and they start doing a lot of stuff. You're like, that's a red flag, but you kind of bypass it because you're like, you like them. So I'm not saying that nobody ever deals with that, but then you got to actually take a step back and be like, yikes, I don't want to do it anymore. And then you just got to let it go. But You'll be ready for that. You'll know when you'll be ready for that. When time goes on and you start noticing that there's better things out there and that you are great and you don't deserve somebody who's subpar in your life. Because subpar people are going to be everywhere. They can have good sex and they're subpar. They can have money and be very subpar everywhere else. They could be beautiful and just be subpar everywhere else. And it's like, you know, what what do you want? Do you want the sex? Do you want the money? 
do you want the looks do you want something more that's where you have to look when it comes to making standards and kind of bypassing what's supposed to be spiritually connected or not because we're dealing with the physical here so if you're in a physical relationship with somebody and you're thinking about all this spiritual stuff it can cloud your judgment for the most part because now you're thinking, oh, they're a twin flame, so they're supposed to stay here, and we're supposed to be physically doing this. You see where the cutoff is? It's kind of like, why are you putting spiritual concepts into physical bullshit? Because relationships that are toxic is nowhere near spiritual, if you kind of get what I'm saying. Like, when we think spiritual and things like that, it's supposed to be a healing process. So if there's no healing and there's just a whole bunch of tension and toxicity, that's not, you can't apply your spiritual concepts there because there's no active healing being done. It's just a whole bunch of deflection, projection, and rejection. You know, what can you really do about that? To sum this whole episode up, I just want to say, pay attention to you, pay attention to your partner. Who your partner surrounds themselves with, who their parents are, etc., etc., because that's going to be very, very important to determine how things are going to go. Now, it may not be always because you and the other person, it'll be outside factors that contribute to the reason why things deteriorate the way it does. Um, when it comes to finding people, there's going to be a few things. You have to be open to the experience, but you can't be oversharing yourself. That's the problem. Everybody feels like they need to, like, say that they're looking for something, and then they got to tell people all their traumas. Y'all overshare too much. Stop talking about trauma on the first date. Stop trying to find out if this person is supposed to be your divine lover. Stop that. It's corny. It's corny and it's whack. Get over yourself. Are you happy with this person is the main question you should be asking yourself. If you're not happy with them, move on. Just move on. Just move on and find somebody else. You guys make situations a lot more complicated than what it needs to be. Chill out. You got time. Search, but don't force. You could want to date, but don't force anything. Everything will come to you when it needs to, as long as you're trying. If you're idle, you won't get anything. If you're doing too much, you may not get as much as you thought or what you wanted. Just relax. Relax. Maybe there's some things you need to work on before you're ready for a relationship. Just relax. Do what you got to do to get that right person. But don't force. That's all you have to do. It's simple math. Very simple math. Just relax. And everything will come to you. <laughs>